and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for Eastlake Tri-Cities Church in Tri-Cities, Washington. I am Megan, and with me as always is Brent. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah. We're a little bit late this week because Brent was on his yearly Having a little Vegas vacay, trip. boys trip. And it's also quiet recording Sunday, oh, yeah. or a week. Um, <laughs> it's so a quiet chuckle week. We're calling this our NPR podcast because we're going to be talking in a much calmer voice <laughs> Uh, the reason being is that we have rented out our theater today to uh, apparently every firefighter west of the Mississippi because our parking <laughs> lot is f- crazy full. Uh, and which is the epitome, like the height of irony and, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> because this theater is This is right the theater the most likely to burn code. in the Tri-Cities. <laughs> Clearly. Not, and I, qualification of just Tri-Cities is, is too low. It's yeah. It's literally a matchbox waiting to go. And we've invited, and this might be the safest time, although I'm so, I'm, I told Andrew, I'm like, I'm so nervous. I'm sure they're going to come here and be like, you have 40 things out of code. You cannot hold any more services here. Why are electrical cords coming out of the wall? Literally. <laughs> Cement wall. Um, so yeah. I've never seen more trucks in our parking lot. Ever. I know. I pulled in this morning and I was like, "What?" It looks is like happening? a Dodge Ram dealership. It does. It it's does. It's unbelievable. And half of them are red because they're like fire truck. They're like fire, like command trucks. Right. You know? Yeah. And of all of the times, you're not single currently. No. And this would be the time, <laughs> oh, Megan. All of these men are like in their forties and. <laughs> They're firefighters, isn't that a thing? I thought that's it a thing. It is a thing, but it's not but like not like that. Not like that. Okay. <laughs> These are all like commanders and like sure higher ups. Yeah. They've been eating donuts like for a while. Forty plus. I, I honestly I haven't even gone in the room yet. But um, so, anyways, they I, we thought I thought they were in the main theater, and so it wouldn't affect this podcast. But they're in our elementary theater, which is literally just below us. There's like a thin wall. <laughs> So you guys can't hear this right now on the podcast, but we can absolutely hear everything that they're saying. We yes. have these omnidirectional or directional mics, and so it only records us. But we have Thank like goodness. imagine trying to talk while another soundtrack is going, and that soundtrack <laughs> is somebody talking about how crappy this theater is. <laughs> oh man! So it, it should be make for an interesting podcast uh, today. Yeah. So. But, uh, We're anyways. anticipating being scolded about laughing too loud. Oh, so. I, I, I have Andrew <laughs> downstairs right now saying, "If you can hear us recording this, just text me, and we'll uh, we'll shut her down, and we'll just postpone until <laughs> next week." So this might be the shortest podcast ever, you guys. We'll see. <laughs> uh, and when we laugh, we have to like totally stifle our laughs. We're like prepared <laughs> to like not. I can't say anything mm-hmm. funny in this podcast. It's just this is the most serious. Uh, NPR driven one we can't all right okay let's move on how's it going Megan it's going all right yeah yeah did you hold the fort down while I was gone I think so good it's still standing it's still standing uh I have to say the building was empty and like shut down real quick on Sunday yeah so (laughs) nice (laughs) whoever was in charge of doing that's that's good well Andrew ended up having to leave because his wife was or his Elizabeth was I, yeah. Sick, to be honest, I have no idea who did it. Um, because uh, it was like Aubrey and Gary and you know other people did it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my dad was in town. Mm-hmm. My dad was our guest speaker for the weekend, so we are going to discuss his message, which is going to be fun because yeah. uh, I get a chance to talk about my dad a little bit. <laughs> uh, but I do have a caveat on this. Yeah. Um, I was not able to get the video recording Uh-oh. of this yet, so the only information I have about his talk 
is his notes, <laughs> which I do have, and I read through them a couple times last mm-hmm. night, and it's got like little personal handwriting things. Now, I did scope in on Nest for a while, um, and but then my computer died because I left my charger last <laughs> night, and so I got like 10 minutes into that, um, which... I must have been second service because my wife said first service was over in 22 minutes. Yeah, it was quick. Um, which is mind-boggling because he has nine pages of notes. Yeah, but he just read right through them. So he skipped a bunch of pieces too. So. so that's why I'm like, okay, I good. I have his notes. I feel I feel educated <laughs> enough. If he had nine pages and only took 22 minutes, my guess is he stuck pretty closely to his notes. Yeah. At least for first service. For first service, yeah. And my wife said that uh, Kylie said second service, he was a lot more like... All right, we know how to do this now. Let's yeah. just rock and roll. So, mm-hmm. but in general, um, it was. He said it was a good experience. I called him that afternoon. After mm-hmm. uh, did he tell you he texted me that in morning? The morning it yeah. was like I'm so excited to speak at your church yeah. next week. Yeah, <laughs> I rolled over at like seven thirty and got that. I haven't gone to bed at like two, and I was like, yeah, that's not gonna yeah. happen. So he he giggled a lot like you do actually yeah, when you I tell jokes like that. He thought that was so funny. Yeah. He thought that was real funny. Um, he did a standalone message for us because uh, we're in between yeah. series. And uh, uh, if, according to his notes, if I have this correct, <laughs> about Paul being shipwrecked, is that right? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, see, about... and here is an exam- prime example of how, how you giggles? have your father's humor. <laughs> <laughs> about Gideon and the voices that you listen yeah. to and operating out of a spirit of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, uh, I will I will allow you to kind of take some lead on mm-hmm. this. And then I'll make comments as to as to what I know based on <laughs> how this has gone. Now, a little backstory. Um, I mean, he mentioned this too. I think he's only spoken for me once prior to this. Yes. Um, Which I think I don't think I was attending. He's like when he did, because I don't think I've ever heard him speak before. Uh, yeah. Well, it was kind of later in our Southridge time, uh-huh. so I would well, guess that you I were you were probably there. gone that day. I don't know. Um, but obviously he is busy at his own church and yeah. then travels a bunch, and so. Um, it wasn't for la- and my mom's spoken probably four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has nothing to do with uh, uh, preference more than just of sheer availability issues. Uh, but anyways, he was kind enough to fill in for me while yep. I was gone this week. And your sweet wife introduced him with a couple of pictures. Did you like really those great. pictures? Well, the Christmas one of you Lordy. and your parents, it's like Brent, at, I don't know, you were like three or four maybe. Uh, and then I was like five two, or six. Oh, really? Probably. Okay. Yeah. And then one of his little yeah, sisters. Maybe four. Yeah. You only had one little sister. I don't know what the age spread is of the uh, four of you. Yeah. So it's uh, me. The Brittany's two years younger than me, and then Danae's four years younger than her. Okay. So I bet oh, you. Okay. I bet you. Uh, I bet you, Danae. I bet you, Brittany was like three, and I was probably five. Yeah. Probably what it was. Um. Anyway, and then his parents in some real great '80s style. Yeah. Um, and it was it was pretty great. And uh my dad rocking the full forehead. Oh, just yeah. <laughs> just Peyton Manning style out and there. And like a really great mustache too. Oh yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, I think man. you did went do your parents wear glasses? I feel like I remember glasses in the uh, picture. Maybe not. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, not my mom, but oh, my, my dad yeah. did, yeah. He had some really great eighties glasses on too. Dude, he was he was killing it. He was super killing, killing it. Killing it in the eighties game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, and Kylie was like, I was going to make fun of this dress, but then I saw one like at a Target, so I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she showed, did she show her picture? That uh-huh, she, the bang of picture, her which is not that bad, I so know, I don't she know. She was cute as a kid, like whatever, get, you know, <laughs> totally. Like, um, we all have bad old family photos for sure. Uh, I was thankful that she picked a, actually a 
genuinely fine one for i mean i didn't look great mm-hmm. but uh well you looked five so i looked five and yeah. at five like what do you do right yeah. like it's not your fault when you're a five-year-old boy most of your fashion choices are still your mom's so yeah you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that was true for me at 14 as well <laughs> megan just to be clear um great so uh yeah kitty start, start me off i mean right. j- yeah um so he uh, he kind of walked us through uh, this part of Judges, um, Judges chapter six, when Which I don't think I've ever talked on here. I, I mean, Gideon's a so. pretty famous story. Yeah, but... um, I don't like. I know the name Gideon, but I don't know that I've ever heard a sermon about Gideon. But um, so he talks about Gideon, who is one of the people that, in the time of Judges, God would call people to uh, come and redeem the. Israelites after they'd fallen and um and he talked about the cyclical nature yeah. of how the Old Testament kind of plays out right like uh they would uh, be try and be good they'd get laws and then they would inevitably be like human error and then uh rebellion and then God would send a judge you know mm-hmm. or or an outside nation come in take care of things and it kind of like uh you see that a lot in just the Old Testament in general of like a cyclical this is how humanity kind of works, which the Jewish like rabbis would take and say, um, yes, while this is historical, what it speaks more to is how this is just true of general humanity so that we can not say, well, that's what happened, but that's what happens in life is rejection of God's uh, authority in our life, uh, circumstances come, consequences for our decisions, repentance, redemption, and then the cycle starts all over yeah. again, right? So anyways... Yeah. Um, and so uh, Gideon is, they're in that, they're in a time of uh, being occupied by another nation and Gideon is called to go and um, fight that nation and um, restore Israel to its well, I don't know, rightful land or whatever you want to say, however you want to say it. Anyway, so he's hiding in Probably a... Just independence, I would there we go. even um, guess, but yeah. better. So uh, he's hiding and... Uh, in a, like a cave, um, threshing wheat threshing in a wheat. wine press. Yeah, so he's like threshing wheat in underground, a cave underground, right? yeah. which is not if you know anything about wheat threshing, which I don't know, maybe people here do. Yeah, um, you not wanted, the best place you want to, do, to do that out in the open where the um, chaff can blow away and the wheat just falls to the ground. Yeah, uh, but he it's wants a lot to hide. Messier when you do it in this way. Yeah, and he want, but he wants to hide this food, and so he's hiding. And um, an angel comes to him and says. Uh, Hey, valiant warrior! Like you're gonna go save our people, which and, is my favorite part. Because yeah. obviously, my dad took the approach of he's speaking something into him in the same way that as a parent you would speak something great into your kid. Like, mm-hmm. hey, slugger, hey, all star. Yeah. Your kid strikes out every time, <laughs> but you're like, you know, today's the day, son. You know, how's my home run header doing? Um, and as a, uh, he took that as a positive thing. My personality. <laughs> lends more towards i don't know if you know this but sarcasm yeah uh-huh. and so <laughs> i can easily see this story as this angel coming in and saying this not in an uplifting encouraging i'm speaking life into you but as a hey valiant warrior how's that threshing going in the wine yeah. press right like ultimate sarcasm yeah. uh and this was on display this week too we uh i, I had this in my notes uh, uh we we're obviously watching a ton of basketball on TV. So we rent a room out every year in Vegas and uh, and basically watch eight to ten hours of basketball, which is terrible, <laughs> I know. Um, but it's so much fun with a bunch of college buddies. And uh, 
And as we're watching, you tend to watch a lot of commercials mm-hmm. um, during those times, and more commercials than I, like everything I watch now is Hulu, Netflix. I'm very limited, if any, commercials, and usually I can like mute it and not even focus on it. Anyways, so just haven't watched that commercial many commercials lately. So, but in this one, they're inevitable. You can't do anything about them. So, uh, one of the Geico ones comes on. I don't know if you've seen this one, but they're like playing a game show. And the whole idea so. is free, and they're just, they're trying to get the other person to say the word free. Yeah, I think I've seen that. The guy who does it is in several different commercials. He's in he's a the commercial came on, and one of my my brother in law was there, and he goes uh, he he made a comment about the commercial, and I said, yeah, I like this guy. I think it's it's funny, um, which is a rarity for commercials for me because mm-hmm. typically they're not funny and they're filled with. B-list actors because they couldn't get on TV shows <laughs> or movies, right? And I'm like, I like this guy because he's in, and I, I'm a, I was ashamed to know this, but he's in La Quinta uh, ads as well, <laughs> and he's in uh, a car ad with, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could tell that when my brother-in-law said it, it was out of sarcasm, and I didn't catch it at first, <laughs> and so I thought he was being serious, like, oh, I like this one. And I'm like, yeah, me too, me too. And then everybody in the room caught Pete's sarcasm, but when you're the last one to catch mm-hmm. it, then you're like, "Oh yeah, this, yeah, this commercial sucks, and that guy's <laughs> horrible." And I was, I missed it. It was one of the, I, I don't miss it that often, but I no. missed it in that one. So it was yeah. big old swing and a miss. So um, <laughs> that is how I see uh, even this plane when I read it. That's mm-hmm. the thing that pops out to me. Whereas my dad saw the positive side of it, I mm-hmm. would see the negative, pessimistic. <laughs> sarcastic side of it. That's all I thought about uh, when I when I saw just, that he talked about that in that notes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I would go a different direction there. But yeah, I think it's probably both too, though. Like maybe it could be like uh, I want you to know that I'm. Do you about think to angels are sarcastic? Do, do you think this angel? In the well, sun? I mean, made in the image, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if we have sarcasm, yeah. chances are they do. Yeah, it's um, true. I hope so. <laughs> they might like pick their audience though. They're yeah. probably really good at picking their audience. Some people you can't be sarcastic with, so. I uh, Trust me, I figure that out. People get offended. I'm like, what did I say? I was just being funny. <laughs> now you don't want to be my friend anymore? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, um, I don't, yeah, your dad definitely did take a more positive note. So that was kind of like his angle. And um, like his ultimate, I think, point was, are you listening to like yourself and the fear that you have, or are you listening to like the call that you've been given and then trusting God to provide what you need to like make that call come through. Um, it was, I was really interesting cause you know, he knows he's just coming in for one message and right. he doesn't preach here every Sunday and it's not a, like these aren't his, like not his people. people you he know? told me first service, he could not see anybody. Um, because of the lights uh-huh. and I'm used to that uh-huh. and he's not. So yeah. he, like he can usually read reactions of people's faces. And I think that that was kind of like, you don't know it. You don't know that how much that affects you until you're up there doing it. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I think that was an interesting dynamic dynamic for him for sure. I noticed a number of like unfamiliar faces first service. We had seven first time guests this week, six or seven. Yeah. Nine. It was a lot. But I think... It felt like there were some people from Faith who came over to oh, really? listen to him speak cool. here. <laughs> but I don't know. Welcome. Welcome. 
Um, one of mm-hmm. his points, and I, I don't know if it made it on the notes or on the uh, on the screens. I mean, um, but he talked about how in our world we gain peace from understanding, mm-hmm. and yet understanding comes through peace. Like uh, in in this story and in relation to our relationship with God in general, like we aren't on the side of understanding before. We're, we're encouraged to find peace and trust in Him, and understanding then follows. Whereas the way that we currently operate, if my car is making noises, I want to go to a, a shop and have him tell me what it is. As soon as I know what it is and how it can be fixed, I, I can even like continue to drive on it for a few more weeks and be like, is it going to break down today? No, no, no. It's just something that needs to be fixed at some point. All right. I, I drive away with a sense of peace or if something's wrong with me physically, my doctor says, well, we know what it is. It's going to take you six months on these pills to figure this out. All right. Great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's a different way of, of doing things when it comes to faith because there's so many times in life that we go through circumstances where we don't understand and we are encouraged to trust. And uh, a classic example is this Gideon story. So for sure, mm-hmm. it was great. I like that part. Yep. Um, and I think one of your dad's favorite parts that he said, and also one of mine, was um, the angel Gideon's like, but, I mean, like, where has God even been? And why am I the person you're asking to do this? And I'm the youngest, and my family's not even that important, and all this stuff. And the angel says to him, no, you're the one who's going to go and do this. How and much did he go into the family dynamics of the older brother, younger brother responsibility type thing? Did I mean, he go not a ton. Because um, for sure that would have been an immediate response I mean, from talked, Gideon. He did talk about like Gideon was the younger brother. And so, you know, usually the older brother is the one that gets the responsibilities of doing those things just kind of briefly, at least in uh first service. But yeah. Um, yeah. So like, that's another family dynamic part of it too. But the angel also says to Gideon, go in the strength that you have. So like kind of that piece of like, you do have capability here. Use that that you have ability to do, and then God will do the rest. Like He doesn't need you to do everything; He just needs you to do what you can do. Right, right. And then He'll take care of the rest of it. And that's that like trust piece and the um, like moving forward in that. So, so okay, I I, I want to read something from my dad's notes, okay. and just my fear is he just read straight from his notes, and so therefore this could be a little bit awkward. So um, one of the, basically the pushbacks that he has, um, the first pushback being uh, that I'm not the, I'm not the right guy, right? Or mm-hmm. um, uh, my older brother is, the, that That was pushback number one. Like I'm the least of these, I'm unqualified in this. And then in his notes, he says, and number two is um, Gideon unleashes number two as to why he is fearful um, but he just Gideon unleashes number two would immediately cause <laughs> no, me. No, your dad didn't read that part. Okay, word for word. <laughs> All right, because I'm going to tell you a story real quick. Is that okay? Yeah. He's not. He. I don't think he listens to the podcast, so I think I'm okay. One of my favorite memories of my dad, and I wasn't there to hear this one. This was coming from Matt, who works for him, and some other people. But um, we have awesome, if you're not from the Tri-Cities, you may not know this, but awesome uh, thunderstorms and lightning shows in like the late spring, early summer here in the Tri-Cities. And it it doesn't mean it rains. It's just like you go outside, and it's like really cool to watch, Um, right? So um, my dad came up and spoke 
uh, on a Sunday after one of those storms had taken place. And he was talking about, it was, it wasn't part of, it wasn't like the message. It was just like an offshoot. Like I walked out and I was awestruck by nature and how all of this kind of takes place around us. And yet we can watch it, but within the safety of, in our things. And so he goes, he says, I went outside and I looked up at the sky and I, I, I let her rip. And that's, (laughs) and, and he said this, he said that from the stage and Matt, along with, everybody else in the audience thought you let her like you let her rip and so like the next day at staff meeting matt goes hey did you realize that you said let her rip and he said no i i went out my dad thought he said and i went outside and said god let her rip like i want to see like this really cool storm Mm -hmm. and matt was like nah you said let her rip like i let her rip and he's like no i didn't and they're like we're gonna play back the recording for you and show you that he said I went out on the deck and I just let her rip. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. That, that is, is funny. so great. <laughs> oh, so uh, I was just making sure that he didn't fall into the same he, sort of Gideon leash number two. No, he did not do that. <laughs> In the threshing floor, what are you doing down here, you valiant warrior? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, All right. Yeah. Um, and then obviously he ties it into the same cycle. Are you running yep. from God, feeling abandoned, overwhelmed? Is it time to trust him? Some typical examples who you're listening to, uh, fear yourself, um, and uh, obviously a, a level of a higher level of trust and, and uh, understanding that, that peace doesn't have to come from understanding, that we can have peace before we have understanding. Super good. Always great. Yeah. It, it also kind of made me think there's like a Lauren Daigle song that's really popular right now about like, um, like self-doubt and, um, it's called you say, and oh, f- please, like, I don't know that no, song. Know Are you, you know kidding song, me? That's like, a great song. It's yeah. a wonderful song. And it's actually, and they play it on like 99. It's crazy. Regular radio. Um, it's great. And so it's just that, um, it's kind of that similar idea of Kyle and I were talking, like, do you think that people who hear this song, think that she's talking about like her boyfriend or her husband. Mm-hmm. Like you say I'm strong, but when I, you, yeah, well, you say I'm strong when I think I'm weak. A couple of her songs say Lord or God or what. I don't know if that right. one does or well, not. No, but I, I think if people listen to it, they'd be like, oh, this is a religious song. Like, this okay, is a Jesus song. <laughs> I get it. But like if, cause I don't listen to all the words of every yeah. song either. Right. If, if you think the average person goes, that's a, wow. What is that Christian song doing on this radio station? Or do they just like, Oh, that's a cool song, or not a cool. I mean, or they yeah. have no opinion on it. That's fine. Yeah, I think most people either think it's cool or don't pay attention to it. Yeah, probably. So, um, unless they like. Sorry, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it too, and I think I think there are probably some people who aren't religious who really like the song because I mean she's a fantastic musician. So it's a uh, this song. is uh, I know she's famous. Yeah. Um, but this is really like my first exposure to her. Um, and it's I mean the song's old. It's been out like over a year probably. But I don't think so. Maybe six months. I don't know. Whatever. I think, uh, closer to that. Um, I think more like three or four. I is think it, it was. All right. Anyways, she's been, I like it. She was apparently on American Idol, which oh, I did not watch. She? But she was oh, apparently on American Idol. Interesting. Okay. And I believe she had one album before this, and then this album dropped like. But right before Christmas, maybe. Gotcha. And she did like a bunch of late night circuits and she was on Ellen show and it's gotten a way more of a like public play. So, and I think she was on American Idol the season that Ellen DeGeneres was one of the judges, which is one of the reasons she ended up on the show. And yeah, it's a solid album. I listen to it 
regularly. So that's cool. And that's not necessarily something interesting. <laughs> I, uh, Kyle and I did a studio tour at Burbank Studios, um, Universal Studios in Hollywood. This was like, I don't know, 15 years, 12 years ago, probably. I think no. you told us about this. Did before. I? And, and the artist, and you don't even know who it is. That one? No. Mm, different one. Don't oh, remember no. that. Um, but we saw Ellen's car. Oh. So we were in the back lot, and she was filming that day. And there was a nice Mercedes G-Wagon there, um, which is like, I don't know, $250,000 or something like that. And somebody goes, um, I can't tell you whose car that, like the, it was on, we were on like one of those buses or whatever. Mm-hmm. And over the lot, because I can't tell you exactly whose car that is. Um, but, uh, uh, something about, and, and he laid some reference to Dory as uh, a, yeah, as uh-huh. a fish. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, every, <laughs> everybody's like, it's Ellen, it's Ellen, everybody. I think it's Ellen. <laughs> we're like, yeah, no, we got it. Thanks. It was a really obvious clue. Uh, so, uh, good. That's funny. All right. Mm. Uh, do you want to, uh, anything else from that, or should we I jump in so. our? Okay, I let's jump into our in. something interesting. Um, obviously, baseball season is starting mm-hmm. tomorrow, opening day. Um, mm-hmm. I'm psyched. You're psyched. I'm doing fantasy baseball this year. I actually got MLB TV things, so oh, like, wow. I'm trying to watch these things. Are, are you? Are you like? Are you gonna watch um, some baseball? Are you excited for this? I'll probably watch a little bit, but I. My dad's literally calling me oh, right that now. That is hilarious. He probably heard the podcast already. You talking about me? <laughs> hey, my ears are burning. You talking about me? Um, the, um, may, I may or may not watch. I don't know. It'll depend on school. But I have like the app on my phone, so I'll follow scores and like read articles and do things like that. Because on for MOB TV thing, they're doing all opening day games for free, yeah. so you get to kind of go and watch anything yeah. on there. So nice. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. It should be fun. I yeah. always get excited this time of year about baseball. So yeah, whatever. All right, what do you got for something interesting this right. week? Um, so my something. Well, first of all, your dad had a something interesting in his sermon. Yes, he I did. Want to give a shout out Saw here that. on the podcast? It's called thebibleproject.com. Apparently, they've illustrated like redone and illustrated a lot of cool Bible stories and it's a cool way to like interact with the Bible. It's like an, it's like an app and also like with videos and you can read through, it it does a really good job. Um, if you're looking for like, Hey, this year I want to be better at like reading my Bible, but I need, I need, I need things to help make it interesting for me. Um, they do a great job at it. So check it out. So I thought I'd give it a shout out here. Yep. Um, then mine is, um, so, uh, one a podcast that I talk about a lot is Radio Lab, and um, probably like a month ago they did an episode called Loops, and one of the stories in there was about these. Um, it's called disintegration loops. So there was there's a composer, musician, artist, kind of a classical. He's kind of avant garde, and he in the eighties um, did a bunch of like recordings on magnetic tape and then just like in the early 2000s he went to go and transfer them to um, digital and as the tape was going through the tape head the I think it's called ferrite the like metal that's on the magnetic tape started like falling off and what ended up happening is as it went through the tape head like layers of the music would fall off so first it was like and what ends up staying at the end is just kind of like the big peaks of like kind of the bass line and things like that um so like the melody falls off first and then it's just like it like slowly just like dies and dies and dies and dies and dies um and so what he did is he made it like he you can buy the cd 
um, cassette tape or not cassette, a CD tape of <laughs> or whatever tape of this. Um, there's also YouTube videos. And so the artist's name is William um, Bosnacki. That's a sweet last name. No, Basin, Basinski. Oh, okay. That's not Sorry. as sweet. Sorry. And um, <laughs> I'm poor handwriting on that one. Um, and it's called The Disintegration Loops. And it's really, um, they're really cool. And it's kind of a cool, like, science-y thing that happened with the tape and, like, why it went that way. And um, I totally recommend that Radio Lab uh, episode, Loops, because it also kind of explains some of the science behind it as well. Um, and then there's other cool, like, loop things that they talk about in that uh, podcast but so that was kind of i don't know that was my cool thing that i thought i'd share with everyone and it's kind of creepy too and apparently he like finished the project he lives in new york and he kind of finished the project right as september 11th was happening and so they a lot of the like imagery is some film that he took um from his apartment roof like as the city like as the smoke is clearing from the city from september 11th so it's, I don't know, it's really interesting. Wow, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right, we will send out a link to that um, on the Twitter page for sure. Um, so mine is a new Twitter follower that I just uh, found while we were in Vegas. When you're, sit- when you're sitting on a couch for eight hours, you tend to like spend a lot of time on social media and just kind of like checking things out. So uh, a brand new Twitter follower that I found is called, uh, his name is Rex Chapman. Um, he's a former basketball player, uh, but he now has a, a, a Twitter page where he posts things about call it's it, the tagline is always block or charge which is always it's a judgment call on the officials of whether this was a, ju- a block or a, a charge kind of a funny thing to do but it's constantly um, videos of people doing crazy things to hurt themselves so if you like ridiculousness but you want it in shorter <laughs> segments uh, such as the one that I'm showing Megan currently is a woman trying to with her hands she's double fisting some sort of drinks Ooh. trying to get on <laughs> to uh, a uh, a little chair by her pool and then slips and falls and just basically uh, yeah, obliterates herself yep um, on <laughs> On this, uh, so that's that's just one of the examples. Uh, we had such a great time sitting on the couch watching people just destroy their lives um, through <laughs> massive amounts of pain. A lot of them by their own stupidity, so not like accidents, but like trying to do trying to jump over a bale of hay that is rolling down the hill and just getting absolutely. And you're like, I hope they lived through that because I'd yeah. feel bad about laughing at that if they didn't. Um, I'm pretty sure that's like one of the caveats is you have to live through it for me to be able to post it. Um, but check out Rex. Chapman, R E X C H A P M A N A N. So I wasn't sure on that, but Rex Chapman blocker charge. Or if you Google it enough, you'll probably find it. He's pretty prolific out there right now. But enjoy those. Do you like ridiculousness? Do you watch that show? Um, I've watched it a few times. I really like Rob Deerdeck. So do I, dude. His he's so good. Like we would be friends. I know we would. Do you ever have those people who you watch and you're Uh like, we would be friends. You would like me. Let's hang out. Rob Dudek is awesome. Yeah, I love but that I guy. I watched his like, but, and I love both of his hosts too, more. Sterling and and uh, Chanel West Coast. Like, uh, they're just uh, yeah. like the personalities are perfect for that yeah. show. It's I watched, great. um, I watched his like reality shows more than I've watched Ridiculous. Robin Big, yeah. So I watched Robin Big a little bit, and then it, like the Fantasy Factory. Mm-hmm. I watched that. So see, I didn't watch either of those. Yeah. I only watched Ridiculousness. But he's just I love it. He's, it's great. It's still hilarious and wonderful. So great. He's ridiculous and amazing. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 
All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. The only thing I've got to promo, we're kicking off a brand new series uh, this weekend called Roma Perpetua. Ooh. Uh, I know. I'm super excited. <laughs> it's kind of different. It means... Uh, you think we're going to have any first-time guests? No, probably not. It's not like a first-time guest series. That's what I'm a little worried about. But you know what? I'm okay with that okay. for this because we're going to be doing a big old mailer for Easter, and we'll okay. do something crazy funny and get a bunch of people new for that. All right. Uh, but uh, uh, come check out. It's going to be a short three-part series, and basically it has to do with um, uh, like... Rome believed itself to be the eternal city in mm-hmm. the same way that America oftentimes thinks America will always be around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know that that's not true, probably. Um, and yet we have to live our lives as if, you know, you want to save for retirement in that way. So how does it change the way that we deal with faith and relationships and family and blah, 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 blah. So awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be a great series. I'm super pumped about it. Come out to that. Um, uh, we have pub theology tonight, but you're going to be missing that because we're probably not going to get this out till next week. So I do, we do have a, a date night done right coming up mm-hmm. on April 5th, Friday night. Um, here at the theater, uh, so drop off the kids at six if you've got kids. Be back here by seven thirty. We're going to be doing a live comedy show. John and Justin Snyder. H- have you watched the Adam Sandler um, Netflix com- comedy special thing? It's like mm-hmm. it like incorporates stand up comedy, but also music and and uh, some songs. And you know, if you if you like Adam Sandler's type of stuff, mm-hmm. you know his music is always integrated mm-hmm. with that. They're doing something similar to that, um, <laughs> but live, and okay. they're not professionals. So no, it's going to be. Like, I don't- it's I know those great, people. But you know what? Justin's hilarious. Okay. I spent the the last, uh, well, he was on the trip with us, mm-hmm. and John's funny too. So I think it's going to be really fun. All right. And if nothing else, we'll be able to laugh at them, <laughs> and we'll have wine and dessert and free babysitting. So what are you complaining mm-hmm. about? There's, you know, yeah. So yeah. Um, there, yeah, the tickets, there's no fee. There's, it's, it's a free event, but we do ask that you RSVP mm-hmm. on com slash date night. And uh, so we know how much wine to get and desserts to get and <laughs> childcare to cover. So uh, yep. check that out. Awesome. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting, guys. Thanks for putting up with our quiet talk. We'll be back <laughs> louder next week. All right. Have a good one. See Bye. Ya.